Tim Kay here, host of the Veterans Project podcast, founder of the Veterans Project and the Caregiver Project as well. I'm here to talk to you about some incredible folks who keep me living in comfort and style while I'm on the road. That's right. Hilton Hotels is a world-renowned, award-winning hotel chain known for their first-class amenities, authentic hospitality, and top-of-the-line commitment to your comfortable stay. The name Hilton has become synonymous with hotel. But did you know about Hilton's commitment to our military and its veterans? Did you? I didn't. To be honest, before this relationship unfolded, I did not know. Through Operation Opportunity, whose motto is, Our Mission is Your Success, Hilton Hotels has been able to hire 30,000 veterans, military spouses, and dependents since 2013 with a commitment to hire 25,000, that's right, 25,000 more by the end of 2025. Wow, wow, wow. What a commitment. To learn more about Hilton's military programs, check out Operation Opportunity at jobs.hilton.com backslash military. Guys, I'll be the first to tell you, staying in the hatchback, uh, sleeping on the road, Scion TC, starving artist that might have looked cool, cramp my style massively. I definitely appreciate having an award-winning breakfast, high-speed internet, and a comfortable bed. It makes my job so much easier with the already stressful work that these projects are. Blessed uh, that I get to do them, but it is hard work. So I'm thankful for Hilton. I appreciate them a lot. Go check out Operation Opportunity, jobs.hilton.com backslash military. Check it out. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Tim K here to talk to you about our next guest, Duncan Butler. Now, Duncan is the former general manager of Zach Brown Customs. I'm sure you all might know of this little band called Zach Brown Band. Uh, ever heard of it? I think a few of you have. But Zach also creates incredible works of craftsmanship through his company, ZB Customs. And Duncan was the GM for that particular part of Zach's collective. Now, Duncan also founded the Butler Group Atlanta, which specializes in developing dealer success in the power sports industry. Duncan comes to you with over 20 years of in-store dealership experience. That's right, 20 years. He's not just a trainer but really an executor of industry processes with the key component being he comes from the retail side of the industry. So he's been a ground pounder. He's been a grunt. He's been on the ground um, working hard. He knows what it's like to be on the retail side of the house, and that is massive when it comes to actually executing in his world. The Butler Group Atlanta specializes in departmental management, implementation procedures, sales processes, recruiting branding, advertising management, and inputting operational controls. Duncan Butler's capacity reaches far beyond just the power sports industry. Listen, guys, I've talked to you about making civilians a bigger part of this collective legacy work, and I'm so proud that we get to kick off that part with one of my mentors in Duncan. He absolutely loves our military. I saw it when I experienced going to the concert. He gave me the ultimate VIP treatment, me and my president, Blake. We just had the most incredible time at the Zach Brown concert because he made it that way for us. He made sure that we had an amazing time and did everything within his power to make sure that it was just the best experience. He's a true purveyor of creating an incredible experience, and he's an ultimate professional in everything he does. Here he is, the one and only. Duncan Butler. The Veterans Project is a comprehensive essay capturing the legacies of our warfighters, caregivers, and civilians 
who have stepped forward in defense of our patriotic principles in an effort to capture their stories and to never forget the staggering sacrifices of our nation's finest. This is the Veterans Project Podcast, where our legacies are the mission. Here's your host, Tim Kaye. Welcome to the Veterans Project Podcast. My name is Tim Kay, and I will be your host as always. So we're out here live from the Owl Tour. Yes. We've got on Duncan. On location. On location. We've got Duncan Butler here from Zach Brown Customs. He's You're now the GM. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, I'm excited. We uh, just uh, kind of settled on that on October 8th. Uh, not that I remember the date, but uh, it's... Um, <laughs> It's kind of the reason I, you know, when I was talking to Zach and, you know, was coming aboard, that was the piece that was going to be in my wheelhouse. And then, um, you know, two years later, literally almost two years later, November 2nd will be two years that I started with them. Um, you know, here we are. But uh, it, it couldn't have happened at a better time, but it couldn't have happened. It didn't need to happen at an earlier time. So, um, no, we're excited. We've got a lot of killer plans and uh, we're really going to bring the wow back to uh you know what we've done for so many years for zach and other people out there alike you know yeah that's awesome well i know when you know one of the main reasons that we wanted to have you on is because we want to get civilians on that are very integral to the veteran community and you guys do so much uh with zach brown band and all you guys do a ton for veterans and we really appreciate that but i know like even in the example where i met you at summer strong it was like immediately yeah. like Brady had talked to you and he's like, dude, you need to meet this guy from the Veterans Project. Like you need to, you know, you should meet him. And, uh, you know, Tim, you need to get one of his Deemer boxes. And I come over there and you're like, hey, man. And I'm like, yeah, I want, so so uh, let me get one of those. And you're like, yeah, uh, you're not paying for this. <laughs> and you're like, not only that, hey, he's like, are you OK with a used one? <laughs> that used one. Is well, cool. come on. The actual yeah. story was I think we both kind of. um you knowing Brady, so I was like, okay, I'm in. I, but I was literally watching y'all from before as the build up to get to Summer Strong, right yeah. in May, and saw what you were doing. And I'm like, man, that's that's my boy, Brady. So what's going on? And so I was watching you and Jake, and started following your Instagram, and um, and it's like cool. Then boom, you're there, and you're you know in the flesh, and we yeah. get to meet, and then you know really get to see, you know, we connected, and just kind of went on for the next couple of days, and then at the end. Brady was like, man, I really want to like, you know, want them to get one or this and that. And I was like, bro, I have the one yeah. minorly used. I mean, it traveled a little bit, but, um, <laughs> but, it, but it couldn't go into a better base or place. And, you know, that being y'all and, and what you're doing and, and man, I just, you know, and it's not, it's not even to showcase it. It's just that y'all have something that you can roll around with and beat up and listen to music and yeah. do your thing. So, man, I love that thing. I take it everywhere. You know, I'm out, obviously with this project, I'm out on the road quite a bit. <sighs> exactly. And so like being able to take that to all the cool places I go and like show that off. And it's like a natural show off. Like you're just like, you bring it out and people are like, what? is that thing that thing's amazing it has like a 50 i mean i'm, I'm doing an ad for deemer box right now but it's like 50 hour battery i mean it's just it's an incredible sound system i love no, it. it's killer i mean yeah and it's 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 funny because people are like it, they got to see it what is it i mean you know we've anything from a lunch box to i mean we've called it the felony box you know <laughs> just to get people curious right um, it, but um it's 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 an amazing thing and uh 
James Deemer and his story in itself as a whole podcast in itself is, is awesome how it came to fruition and um, how Zach even, you know, teamed up and heard about it and, yeah. you know, brought it into our line of products. So it's killer. I'm sure that's awesome. Well, Duncan, you know, we want to hear about you and kind of what led you to where you're at, you know, in your path and uh, what brought you to into Zach Brown's path, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know. I'm a blabber, so I'll try to do it quick, but just, you know, a little bit of my background. I'm born and raised in Orlando, Florida, was adopted at two weeks, have killer upbringing, um, went through some trials and tribulations, but, you know, have an amazing stepdad, which makes me ache to even call him that. So he, <laughs> but he, he's, he's my, my guy I had honestly, I mean, had everything kind of put in front of me. So probably as a young kid, I was kind of you know spoiled myself in the sense that my dad gave me a, you know it was funny man i always i always you know i got spanked and i got you know i was the one that pushed the envelope and yeah and you know but um had a dad and mom that really like put up with very little but also gave me you know a lot of rope right and uh i definitely stubbed my toe but then uh was able to get into you know do well and do well enough if that's what you want to call it to get into college um and, uh, you know, even after, you know, uh, a head injury that I sustained in 1989, but, you know, again, my dad and, you know, mom were there and it was like, you know, no baby time. It was like, let's kick ass and move on and do the things that you want to, you know, become. But I think that was a time in my life where the full and around stopped and, yeah. you know, I got into college. I couldn't, I, uh, from the head injury, I was went probably a little too soon and but pushed myself um had a chip on my shoulder went in there did horribly <laughs> um kind of you know pissed my dad off with that because he just was like you know just keep getting after it and, and he was support he heavily supportive um but actually pulled me pulled me out of school while i was packing right to go back to to go back to mercer university wow crushed me said you can go to community college you can get a job and you excel at both, yeah. you know, always excel at work. I mean, that was his thing right. and excel in school. And that was my first kind of kick in the pants where I was like, holy smoke, like it's real time. And he said, dude, this is adult life. School is, you know, a job. Mm -hmm. So, um, with the head injury and being a little pissant and then, but having somebody still go, putting up with it and saying, dude, get out there. You're the guy. And really the one person was saying, I was being babied by my grandmother, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. you know, and then I just got back, I went back to Mercer and it was like, man, that, that was my, you know, not to be cliche, was my second chance. And man, I grinded. Yeah. And I felt like at that point I owed my parents something and myself something. I graduated with honors. Um, never did that in junior high or high <laughs> school or came close. Right. Um, and then got out, got into actually, um, Wanted to be in the FBI. So I went to the police academy, was the president of my class. Um, they actually had that back then. I think it was because I was the guy who walked around with my resume. <laughs> and uh, But I was so eager because I felt like I was behind. I felt like I was behind after that injury. It just, it, uh, it kind of, it crushed me, but then it just, you know, it was, it just made me become somebody I'd never been and I liked it. Um, but I was the funny guy. I was the, you know, cracking the jokes. But then I got, it was funny. I mean, I got real serious and, uh, and then I just kind of, you know, did a couple things. I, and then I got, you know, went through another phase. I kind of bounced around. I was like, what do I do? And then my uncle was like, man, you're great with people. You got to get in the, you know, securities business as in, you know, wall street. Mm -hmm. And I did no business experience. Wow. None of that past, you know, the series seven, 63, 65 series eight, um, you know, started not easy. Uh, tests, yeah. Pain so. Weber. And I was like, and that was again, my dad saying, 
you know, and I was an adult then, you know, but going, do not go out, give it six weeks, be into work every day at 530. At that point, I was like, you know, we're going to crush this. And I did it. And it, it was one more thing. Not a ton of things in my life that I was like, I could check the box and go, man, I did that, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I did. And then I got into that. Didn't love it. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, what <laughs> am I doing? I mean, I'm doing these kind of miraculous things for me with a kid that had a you know, his inch, you know, his brain moved an inch, you know, and, uh, you know, to the, to the wrong side. And then, um, it was funny. I was into motorcycles, man. I just always wanted to have one. I remember my brother gave me a Harley Davidson hat. I go, I won't wear it till I have one. And then I got into that world and I, I walked in one day leaving the white collar wall street world and started, started at Dick Farmer's Harley Davidson washing bikes. Wow. And so that was in 19, late 97, and um, worked my way up uh, to becoming a general manager of a $62 million motorcycle dealership. Uh, you know, we owned several, had several dealerships. I didn't own, but I was the general manager there. But I did every position to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just learned that world, and that's where I fit. Wow. Um, and, uh, and then, so anyway... Fast forwarding to about 2011, where I was still in the industry. I did five years of consulting in that industry. That was my world. Um, I met a guy in a group of great humans, Zach Brown, and all his you know, bandmates and behind-the-scenes people and friends and some family. And it was through Polaris Industries that... He was getting a bunch of product for some of the for the everybody in the band and then some other people that, you know, had been with him a long time. And that's kind of where it started. And then uh, 2015, I think we really connected um, he and I. But, um, you know, and then um, in 2017, man, he gave me an opportunity. So here we are. November 2nd will be two years. That's awesome. What has this process been like? And by the way, if you hear these planes going overhead, that's the sound of Duncan's soul taking off because (laughs) this dude is always extremely highly motivated. If you're around him, he walks 10 miles an hour faster than you (laughs) and he'll talk 20 miles an hour faster (laughs) because he's moving, he's moving weight and he's getting things done and he's always, um, he's always working hard. And that's something I noticed about you, man, is being around you. There's a dynamic about you it just draws me in it drew me in right away when i met you i was like i want to know this guy i appreciate that but i've seen the way that you interact and treat everyone but specifically veterans and the respect you show what you know where does that come from like what's that is that built in is that something that your parents taught you you know i think it's definitely you know my parents growing up with my dad you know serving uh in the army as a major in Vietnam, as you know, a doctor officer, you know, as a major, my, both my grandfathers, you know, serving my kind of step grandfather that we grew up with Colonel Jerry Cherry was flying over Burma in world war two, did 123 missions. I just remember that. That always wow. stuck with me. I just sounded, that sounded like a lot, you know, it is a lot, um, <laughs> you know, has, you know, confirmed, it's a lot. you know, not to sound like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, got the two, I think they're the I don't know if it's the, you know, Silver Air Force Cross or whatever they get for those right. missions. The Air but Cross, I believe. That, yeah, yeah, but he has two of those because I think you can get one after 60 missions fun. So, wow. um, and he was doing that at 18. And I remember my dad showing me a picture of him and going, look at you at 18. <laughs> look at him at 18. <laughs> like this guy's, you know, and, and I just remember. That's an unfair comparison. <laughs> and I just, and I just remember, you know, I remember in high school, I mean, I was like, I want to be a Marine and, um, yeah. 
I'd wear the shirt, and I remember my dad goes, "Man, I'm going to break this kid's heart. He has an arrhythmia. I mean, it's not going to it's not going to happen, you know." And then, right. um, you know, my brother Jamie always was uh, has a love of planes and wanted to be a fighter pilot, yeah, yeah. but had a rod in his leg from skiing. We were water skiers. We have always been water skiers, mm-hmm. and uh, tore his leg up and was like, I mean, just heartbroken. Um, but uh, you know, so it's just you know, it's just always been kind of a family thing. Um, not drilled in us just kind of it was there yeah you know it's just like you respect the flag you respect those who came before us you and 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 then when everything happened with yeah. you know with with iraq and afghanistan and all those things it was like wow you know yeah um and now you have friends right you know that are out there doing it. i remember Corey davis you know i went to high school with and junior high with and he was man, a star athlete and man i remember him going into the marines and we were just like never saw that coming and then just seeing him becoming heavily decorated but also seeing a lot you know him coming back you know and and not knowing anything back then what happens when you know y'all come home and and going and that hit close and i was just like like who takes care of him now yeah so yeah i mean and that's interesting watching the dynamic of you know being a civilian and staying at home i don't often think about it obviously because i went to iraq but I do, you know, I do wonder what that's like being on the other side of things, you know, watching us come home. Yeah. And you had that very close friend, Corey, and then getting to see him and all the awards that he's received, but also the toll that it takes, right? No, totally. Like, you could see that mentality change and probably yeah. some differences. Totally. I remember guys, you know, even when I was in, you know, they were on their fourth or fifth tour and they were just different, man. Like, yeah. they were a hollowed out version of themselves for sure. And you could see that that, you know, had had just propagated itself into something where you're looking at these guys down the road and you're going, what is the final cost of these wars? You know, you don't know what it is. And so looking at these guys mentally is just it's got to be interesting for you as a civilian, you know, watching your friend come home like that. Oh, in- totally. And it's and it's t- like I'm thinking now it's crazy. I'm thinking of Tom Fuhrer now. I'm thinking of Brian Jenkins. I'm thinking of these people that I'm not even super close to right now. But if I went back home, we would super like, you know, go have a beer or do something like that. But I see them on Facebook and Instagram and I right. see what they're doing to- today. And, you know, one's a decorated police officer with the Orlando Police Department and has escorted presidents and delegates and things like that. And I'm like, I remember him as a badass swimmer in high school. Brian Jenkins was the sweetest, nicest guy that also went through cancer, you know, while in high school. And and then, um, you know, I mean, just like, how does that work? And uh, so I kind of look back and I'm like, you know, again, and I'm not, I mean, I I love the life I had. I love the upbringing. You know, I was blessed, blessed in that way. And, um, but it is, it's a, it's, it's not a. For me, it's not a calling. It's just, it's uh, it's what you do, Yeah. you know? And how do you do it? You know, I mean, I never act like I do this. I don't know what I do. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, is it a big thing that I do for these guys? But I think, it is. you know, I've seen moments where just hugging a dude, you know, or a girl, you know, a woman, like yesterday, mm-hmm. two female veterans at our, uh, what we call our Zamley gathering, they've been, they've been friends since high school. They both came to this show together both Navy and then one went Navy got out, you know, and mm-hmm. then nine 11 hit and she went back in with the army. Wow. And I was just like, it's just something different about yeah. those two people. Doesn't mean I don't like the people next to them or anything like no, that, no, but, yeah. but my, I gravitate to that. Um, because it's like, man, it's powerful, you know, just to, I mean, that sacrifice is because I don't know what it is. Right. 
right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I say to myself. You don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, so. So how do you deal with that as respectfully as possible, you know, being a civilian? You know, what would you say to other civilians about that, about, you know, impacting that, you know, the community around you? Because obviously with Zach Brown Band, there is this big culture surrounding Huge. of community <laughs> and bringing veterans in and obviously with the you know camp southern ground and all that there's a lot of you know a lot of children brought into that um coming from underprivileged homes and different you know gold star gold star know, kids. and um and our warrior week and you know i mean yeah. it's the extreme focus on how we can integrate be a part of integrating them back into society right and it, and it's um and I think, too, you got to get over some things. You got to get over feeling like, oh, well, what can I do for him and this and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, my uncle in New York used to always say, when someone needs help, don't ask them if they need help. Just start doing it. That's awesome. Let yeah. them push you back. Let them do whatever they're going to do. But just do it. That's your that's your deal. Right. And I just and I do that in business. You know, I'm like. Yeah. And I was the person always like, hey, because I was asking, like, <laughs> to sound like I'm being really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, was I being that? No. And then, you know, you sit down with somebody one day and they cross you. And it was my uncle Robbie in New York City, who's this big, powerful real estate. And he said, and I was like, hey, my friends, you know, like has a you know really bad thing. Like, how should I approach him? He goes, just go help him. Mm. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Just go do it. And my mom, yeah. my mom's heavy on that. Like my mom is, boy, my dad's a doer. My mom is doing it, you know? That's awesome. And, and she's yeah. always been, you know, if, you know, loss of someone's parent, loss of a grandparent, loss of a child, like, you know, um, like be the first out there. Mm. My mom used to tell me, go mother yard. Uh, that's like cool. have your dad throw it in the station wagon, go mother yard. What, what are the things that they just absolutely need right now? We're, we as a family are going to go do right. And we have six kids. So you're, uh, you're employees, you know, <laughs> so go knock it out. But, but I, but I do think that sometimes you is where I think the more and more I get to be, um, in the veteran world that I kind of take my wall down yeah, and it's awesome to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to give. Um, and man, just like grabbing someone on the shoulder, man, like you see them yeah. know that doesn't have to be a lot of quotes and talks and like, you know, this and that. Um, but man, dude, I love you. Like just pat on the back, grab them. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, I get to do it and, and I see what it does. So you know what I love what you're talking about right now is what the part that I really love is the importance of being, you know, of, of being servant minded in that you're not asking, you know, you're not asking these guys how you can help them. Because if you ask them, they probably won't answer, man. No, That's just learned, our culture. But I've learned that. Yeah. yeah. Did you learn that? But you said you learned that from an early age. Your parents kind of taught you that, that dynamic where you were always going out there and just doing it. Yeah. And that has turned into what you're doing now. And now you know how to deal with veterans because that's how you dealt with people all along. And now you're, you know, you're seeing like that has a real place in our community because that's how we get help the best by not asking for it, you know, and yeah, having someone yeah. just come to us and do it, man. Like that's, that's awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, I would always, I would always think, you know, we're, it's playing a sport, you know, it's uh, be, being part of this machine, Yeah, you know, it's like, Machine when, I, member. when I first came out here, I was like, uh, what do I do? Like, how do I fit in? Like, how do I help? How do I produce? My whole life has been like, how do you produce? How do you, I mean, from the work world, you know, like right. you're as crazy as you were yesterday. Like, and we hope that was okay. And you know, how, how, are, what, how are you lining up your day? And out here, it's the game plan. It's getting the, the preparedness. It's watching the people to your left and right and behind and front that are getting after and getting it done. There's no different than 
when we have our friends and family and fans coming to see us, like how are we giving that experience that I want them to experience what I experience every day that I get to do and not to be like they're better. But when our veterans come out, it's an opportunity like you're in my house. Right. Like and let's give you the you know, this is my opportunity. Yeah. You know, I remember selling widgets all my life, motorcycles, whatever it could be. It was always like if you came in to see me, I wanted to get to know you. I wanted to right side you. You know, um, but it wasn't about the widget. You know, I wanted to right side you. I wanted to get to know you. And uh, and so here, but I also want to give you the best experience. I want you to leave going, man, that same thing's down the road. But God, that Duncan, whoa, or his team <laughs> or his team, really, right, yeah. like from, you know, everywhere took care of us. And I just, this is why I transitioned well, I feel out here, not being cocky. I just feel like there's not a lot of jo other jobs I transition in. And it was like amazing that I get to transition into this world. And they're just like, we're like, bring it. You know, they're yeah. like, bring it, but you got to bring it, right? you know, so you, you, you got to be on your game. And I don't know that I'm good at what I do or great at what I do. You're very good but at I, what But you I do. think yeah. my thing is I'll get after it. Right. I will get after it. The work I'll, ethics I'll learn it um, because it's important to me, you know, mm -hmm. it's important to me that I'm giving that out, you know. Right. That's so. important. You know, we're obviously live on the tour right now. We're just outside at Fair Park and they're getting ready to play at the Dusekis I think he planned this. Yeah, huh? yeah, I planned this. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, that SD card will crash, yes. and we will make it happen a second time. <laughs> like we had to, we had to do it here, man. Texas Fair Park State Fair. Obviously, you see so many things out on the road. So much incredible support of the veteran community coming from the Zach Brown Band family. You know, as Zamley as yeah. you call it. What are so, what do you do to personally make that veterans? You know, I, I mean, I've seen it, and I can tell people, you know, how I feel important when i'm around you i always feel important you always make me feel important which is really cool oh, how do you do you. that how what is what is providing that experience look like well i mean take taking me out of it for a minute i mean it's like i think it's why we change where the zach brown collective you know we collectively you know our job is to collectively give an amazing experience i mean whether it's our head, our head boss, you know, Zach Brown himself writing a song about your community. Oh yeah. You know, Warrior. and, and having that be about a particular person, um, that we know, mm -hmm. you know, and not to mention names, but that we know personally, but also there's a, there's a lot of those one persons, you know, yeah. right. So it, it's a community. And, um, I think my biggest thing for me is almost pushing. Now I push more than like, hey, we're going to have so-and-so come out or we're going to have a group come out by our, through our sponsorships that bring veterans out just, you know, to have a good night of fellowship and music and just to let their hair down and just, you know, get after it. But now that I've watched that for two tours or maybe the first tour is when I really got involved with it, um, that's something I was drawn to. Yeah. I was drawn to seeing that. I was amazed that, you know, the people I work for, are behind that um, for nothing for themselves, but they're givers and they want to do it really well. And I think now that I kind of know how that works, then, and I have the opportunity that it's who's in the area, who's coming, who are people that I've met on, on the road or who I've met through different events like Summer Strong and, you know, and uh, different people in the military communities in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and, um, meeting on Instagram and meeting through other friends in the military is just simply reaching out. Like 
come to a show. Yeah. There, there's no holds, no this or that, you know. Um, man, if we can get them out. And honestly, selfishly, I get fired up. I yeah. love it um, because I want to be part of that experience. And I think and I think I can give it. But just um, I've just met the most appreciative people on tour come from the community, the mm-hmm. military community. And that's just that's it. Yeah, they do. And um, so I want I want um, it's an addiction. You know, I just yeah. want to I want to get them out and I want to be able to be part of sometimes just having a good night. Yeah. I mean, it's like and I've heard stories. And I'm, you know, some of those stories are very personal to these people, as I think they all are. Right. But, um, but I've had buddies and their wives out too. Yeah. Going, man, like we needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking if they're if they're going through something like that, what are our guys and gals that are going way, way, way away and coming back home? You know, what do they need? Yeah. You know? And uh, and I know I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to cure PTSD or um, help with. TBI or things like that, but man, I can, I can be in the process somehow. Right. You know, I, I can be the little, you know, piece widget, you know, part of the puzzle. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'm impacted by on the tour and, you know, being around you and the places that we've been, you know, Southern ground and, you know, and going out to the camp and being out in Georgia and getting to see the whole culture of it. Yeah. It's just extremely positive you feel this vibe about it where you're like, I want to be here, yeah. you know, from the way from the way each room is, you know, designed to like the people sitting at the desks at the front. Just how everybody treats you is so impactful and you feel important. It makes you feel good. Well, good. That's yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what we're doing. No. We're doing an ad for you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, you know, w- within that, you know, what do you think makes this team so powerful and so impactful in that area as far as you know as far as the veteran world goes i'm speaking specifically on veterans i know zach has a ton of different things that he does for different causes um you know specifically with the children and all that but what do you think is so you know impactful in the military community what do you think about it about this culture you know that it drives us yeah i mean that is that the question yes well it starts with zach I mean, we all have our individual feelings. We all have our um, reasons. Um, but it's when you go work for somebody, and I work for somebody. Yeah. I don't work for this monster corporation or this or that. I work with somebody that, like, you want to talk about grinded yeah. and, and has, like, done multiple things and probably been told no to multiple things and it has been majorly successful and shared that. The military community is is on the first of his list, mm-hmm. you know, to to be able to share his platform and give back. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I want to do the, you know, you know, Zach can always speak for himself, but it it's um, Zach finds people not similar to him or similar to each other, but have something in them mm-hmm. that can allow all this to do this, and that's back home here, camp um nashville and then but just but then we all you know have a a a big vision on you know how we can help those around us they've been affected by you know being in the military yeah if that makes sense i don't know it's it's a it's a you know i'm not always the best you know answer to the the question but i just in my mind as it goes 180 miles per hour as it always (laughs) does um and my heart rate sits at about 137 um i'm just that's what i think of i see him and it's one that connects right. a, a lot of us. The and, culture descends from the top. 
And and he's he he's really good at that. And then he just lets you, you know, I think, I don't know if it's you and I talking the other day, or, but it just allows us to he's, go for it, you know? And, um, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, Zach always says something. He goes, when we do something, he is, it's got to be at our level. Mm. And, and he doesn't have to say anything else. Mm. And so for everybody that works back home and different, you know, businesses back there to out on the road to the back line people to the management team it's like everything might be a little different what that is but we're all at we know what that level is you know That's and awesome. a level and what we do and so for me it might be the level of experience that i that i give to someone or a group or that i give to my job when i get up in the morning and i'm doing it i mean you see me running around running over you know, Deemer boxes and <laughs> charging golf carts. And, you know, I mean, it's not like yeah. always super sexy, but it's uh, it's machine member right but, there, but, man. But, but you just, yeah. you know, you get it done. Yeah. You get it done. That's awesome. Can you talk specifically a little bit about being in the ZB Customs, you know, the the general manager position now and kind of what you're, what you're wanting to do there and really what you see your role as? Yeah. Um, we have amazing, creative, artistic, engineer brains running all around me um what i think we were it's like anything we're we're missing something we were missing our wow we were missing our like our identity yeah. and um and that that wasn't going to work with me and in the sense i mean is like i'm a people person i love working with great people and i never and i'm kind of the needle dude i just poke people because which is not always the best for people but i um i want those guys that we have right now to be everything they can be Um, I think we had some, you know, top, some top guys that were a little down. So it was starting like, let's get our culture right. Didn't take any time. I mean, Mm. I've literally been doing this for two weeks and that's not me, but I will say one thing I do. It's like, man, dude, I get dirty. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a manager by walking in the sense it's like walking in their shoes. Yeah. Um, you know, I have no problem being asked to go grab this, do this, do this. Um, but I really called myself the addition. There's going to be a day where I'm the boss. Yeah. You know, and I got to be the boss and do all that. But right now, um, I want to be the addition. I want to be right by their side. I want to be getting them what they need. But we're going to work 2020s. We're going to blow it up. Right. Um, we have amazing projects underway. Um, we're going to be out and about all around the United States at different events. You yeah. know, um, we're planning that right now. And we're going to be heavy on social media because that's going to be me. I'm going to take that over and that's kind of my baby. And I like doing that. So I hope everyone will jump in on that ZB customs. Um, Yeah. Instagram right there. uh, Yeah. Right now we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we had something put, put up like in May. So, (laughs) so bear with us. We're under construction, but we're, we're going to come out. Um, my vision is to really focus on, and I told everybody, get ready. I said, I hope you're not shy because I'm really going to focus on the talent that's there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, showcase their work and, um, and we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to do things right. You know? Yeah. T- and talk about specifically, I should have probably prefaced that sorry, with, sorry. Um, no, 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 don't, don't apologize. It's my <laughs> job. It's my job to lead you to the right questions. So ZB Customs, talk a bit specifically about what the company does and what you're, I mean, obviously it's owned by Zach Brown, but, uh, you owned, know. owned by Zach, um, his baby, um, that knives, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um. I know everything else we do, but that's really, you know, where, I mean, he's been doing for a long time. Customs is from anything, paint, wood, metal, leather. So now when I say that, 
wood can be amazing 10-foot doors we did for Shaquille O'Neal's man cave. Wow. Or it can be for a beautiful back custom wall and front, like when you walked into, per se, our foyer or waiting room, but that we're doing for doctor's offices now. Um, you know, uh, do, uh, things that we have we basically built our camp has been through ZB Customs. So when you came out there, yeah. you know, and you look at different amazing one-off things, when you saw the, you know, the space crab, yeah, that was built by ZB Customs. So, I mean, custom, hand-built, one-off, um, beautiful things. So no, no piece will ever be the same. You know, our studio in Nashville, you know, uh, if people ever get a chance to visit that, is all done by our cu- custom shop. So, I mean, custom wood floor inlays, uh, ceiling, tongue and groove, uh, s- you know, sound rooms, things of that nature. We've got, we do custom paint jobs on motorcycles, custom pieces for motorcycles. Um, I mean, we just a numerous, numerous killer vehicle uh, projects, um, a lot of scouts, internationals. Yeah. Um, I saw that Iwo Jima paint job. Yeah, and that, that was, that was the War as Hell bike. Um, yeah. Which we were able to raise almost quarter of a million dollars, right? Um, for the Shepherdsman program, um, in Atlanta. Wow. Um, leather. Uh, we've done amazing interiors on our our vehicles. Um, we have one uh, vehicle we call Commando. It's a monster Dodge truck, but it's just fully dialed in, uh, all alligator. Wow. You know, which I I don't know if you saw that. No, Summer I don't. Strong, I did but that's not. what I wrote yeah. to, brought to Summer Strong. So just. Honestly, whatever your imagination can think of, um, we have a good. There's a good chance we can do it. It's it is truly custom. What would you say to veterans getting into business into work like yours? Obviously, you kind of developed your own positions. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, Zach totally. brought you in. He's got to yeah. like, hey man, make your role. Yeah, you know, choose yeah. what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. How do you? How? What would you tell to veterans looking, you know, to get into space and be an entrepreneur and having that drive to really come into a company and you know look at things differently? What would you? What would you tell them? Or is it something you can't tell them? The world is so different in the work world. You know, I mean, it's so entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's so like technical it's so you know like when i was growing up it was you know the way i was raised is like you're gonna do this and you're gonna go to college and you're gonna probably you know try to get a white collar job and this and that and i end up in motorcycles and blue jeans and harley davidson t-shirts you know yeah. ca- occasionally a, bu- a button down um i think you need to look at like what's your vocation you know and i think there's so much out there nowadays to kind of like see what is it that you like? And, you know, I mean, I think it used to be like, remember people used to always say, I mean, I'm, me growing up, I'm older than you, was job, work's not fun. Yeah. Work's not fun. No, my dad said that. <laughs> and, I mean, you, might, you know, work's not fun. It's, yeah. you know, to go get a job and build your right. career and then, you know, hopefully retire at a certain age. And I'm like, you know, BS, that's not me. Yeah. And that's why I think now being older and a little wiser, I can look back and say, Man, that's probably why I bounced around to something till I found it. When I found motorcycles, man, I was on. Yeah. Didn't know the first damn thing other than how to ride them. I don't even know if I did that well. But, man, I was, like, hell-bent. <laughs> like, man, I can make a living at this. Yeah. And I can do this. And I might – I just think you got to find something you like, but it doesn't mean it's going to be the first job you get. Right. Right? right you know, it's yeah. not like – there's not this whole – like, you get to go pick the job you want. Um, but if you're able-minded and you'll work towards it – and you'll get yourself lined up to do the things to get you where you want to be, then it's there. Yeah. I mean, work is there. 
Yeah. You know, um, you just don't always get to start with what you want to do. I mean, at 26 years old, I was wearing custom cufflink shirts and I mean, I was on the 13th floor in the Copper Towers, what we called it in Orlando. And I started washing bikes for $6 an hour. And the best thing that ever happened to me, I said, I said, Dad, I'm going to make it in this business. I mean, are, are, you know, I hope you're like not mad at me. And he's like, man, you're having the best time in your life. Yeah. Like you're having such a good time. That's all I that's all I want for you. Right. You know, and, you know, I thought, my, well, my dad was a doctor and, you know, but my, my dad came from a dirt farm in Georgia. You know, he had nothing given to him. You know, my grandparents, I told you before, were civilians at Fort Benning. You know, ROTC put him through school. Yeah. He got out at 28 years old and went right into Vietnam. So, um, wow. so I mean, so I had that to look at, too. Yeah. And I had that mentorship. And um, and it wasn't always pleasant. Yeah. You know? It but he was, probably wanted you to have a better experience than him. De- definitely. Life. He always yeah. said, step up on my shoulders, man. Step up on my shoulders. I don't. Yeah. And it, there wasn't a thing that it was. Do it. You know, right, just do and, it. um, and I wasn't one of those kids who grew up and like, I want to make my dad proud. Of course I want to make my dad proud, but it was that going through that head injury and having him kind of being one of the few people that stayed on my side, you yeah. know, with not babying me, but being tough, right. um, but being the right kind of tough and, uh, and being that coach and needling me and man, did I hate him? Yeah. I hated him. Yeah. I mean, dude, I wanted to fight him, but that wouldn't have worked out well for me. <laughs> um, and, but that's where I got my drive. And I think that drove me to really find what I wanted to do. And I went through some down times. I used to always, I mean, I'm talking about still, man, oh, I bounced to this job, to this job. Dude, it's all finding what's good for you. So you're going to yeah. do that. You're going to do that. But I would just say, get ready to work. Yeah. Go after your pa- something that you're passionate about, but don't be scared to start at the bottom because boy, one day you'll probably be the boss. Yeah. You know, and I've been the boss and, uh, and once you get that, uh, that gets scary, Yeah, you know, sure. because you know, I always learn by being the person in charge, you're responsible for everybody. Right. And, um, and that's a big deal. And I just like, I'm so blessed to think that I've gotten to have that part. And then I've gotten to come out here with Zach and it was just me. Yeah. First time in my life in 15 years, it was just me. And it, but it, then it was like the responsibility of make things happen, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know what the advice is, but you just can't, you can't, you know, I hate to use the word wimp, but you just, you got to get after it, but you got to be smart about it and you got to plan yeah. and you've got to be ready to fail. You know, and I hear so many people say that it's probably the best thing people say, yeah. just be ready for it, but be re- but know it's not going to be a fun time and know that like, oh, it's not always, always better for everybody in two weeks or six weeks or whatever. But man, you keep getting after it. Dude, I got hit in my head. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I'm like, you know, and, and luckily, you know, I had Steve Butler say, okay, it happened. What are we going to do? Like, yeah. you know, so I remember my dad would have the triangle on my bed in the hospital and would have me do like some kind of pull up or yeah. something. And, um, and they'd come in there and they'd be like, Steve, cause they knew who he was, mm. you know, like get out of here. But he was the guy, um, just one thing I want to tell it's like talking about like work or doing a job and talking about something hard. I couldn't tell you what a button was on my shirt. Wow. I didn't know what a pen was. Wow. I didn't know who I was. Jeez. And, um. This. My dad would sit with me every day, made me read a newspaper. I couldn't read a sentence, yeah. a sentence. And um, he went, there you go. Yeah. There you go. And I remember the Orlando Sentinel. Um, I remember I would read the whole thing. Six yeah. months later, I was reading the whole thing. 
and I was telling him every section, style, national, you know, state, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And would telling him everything about it. And so, man, if you, you just got to have, an, you know, somebody around you to motivate you, you got to just do it. You know, mm-hmm. so many, so many people are looking for the magic bean and it's not there. We're made to come back. Yeah. We are made to come back. Yeah. So you persevered through that. Mm, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, where that came from? You know, that sense was that, you know, having your father by your side, knowing that you had to work through it, you know, was it, was it, what, where was that motivation? You know, where did that come from? Um, I think I got mad, <laughs> you know, and I was tired of being mad and I was tired of, I was an excuse maker. Yeah. I was a blamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I had a, a guy by me that wouldn't put up with it. But you know what? I had brothers and sisters that I just admired, just yeah. admired and was jealous of. And they always made the honor roll and they always did this. And, you know, I would I would downplay them, you know, since. But then it's like and we're, I, I, you know, my mom calls me the glue of the family. I, I think just because I call everybody and harass everybody. And um, but I just think I had a really killer little monster army around me you know and uh my my brother alan lives in atlanta he's like literally my best friend who i don't get to see every day but he's my best friend uh my brother jamie has done amazing in the business world uh socially we're still working on that but um (laughs) but he's amazing so he's been a person that i've really been able to reach out to it sometimes when it was really hard to be like, this is the guy I got to ask the question. And then just to watch him turn around and be the most amazing Mm -hmm. brother ever that I just didn't see growing up. But as I became an adult, um, and then, you know, I have another brother, Steven is the kindest, most awesome human on earth. And I would want to fight anybody when they would ever like, you know, say something mean to him. Mm -hmm. He's my older brother. And then, uh, you know, two, two amazing sisters. So what we're talking about though is, you know, teamwork, man, that team surrounding you is so important. I hear so many veterans, you know, say, you know, it takes a village and it truly does. You know, a lot of times I think a lot of these guys go back to a tough community or they're in a bad place, you know, and they, they have trouble getting off the couch. They have trouble being in the spot they're in. So I feel very privileged. I know myself to have a very supportive family, very loving friends and all that. But sometimes, man, you got to search for it, right? Like that's no, tough. No, and it, and, it, and it does. And I think that's what um, draws me to this community. It's, um, it's, it's interesting because I think sometimes people on the outside – looking in, I'll be like, Oh, he's trying to get attention or look, he's, you know, and because that happens, I mean, it does. Right, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's like, it just, as simple as it, it's crazy to me what y'all do. Mm. It's, I mean, yes, I meet the Rudy's and I meet, the, you know, Michael and I meet the Alex's and mm-hmm. I meet all these ama- amazing people, but they have a story. Yeah. They have a story. They had literally had to come out of the abyss. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see, we get to see this of them if you're, if you don't dive in, but if right. you dive in and you get super lucky and they're, and they're so kind to let you into their world, mm-hmm. I think that's what flips the switch for a lot of people. Now, I know you're talking about the person, you know, the, the guy or gal that's at home that doesn't have the outlets that we had. Right. Well, I want to figure out what that is, mm. you know? Wow. What, what is that? So what do you, what do we do as doesn't matter, civilian, military, what veterans, whatever, like, what do we do? I mean, down to knocking down the door. Yeah. 
you know yeah. um i did work with the shepherds men back in you know and i was just listening to guy gary erber uh, i'm probably saying his last name wrong but he's a friend of mine but i'm bringing him out to camp and dude his story crushed me but then i see him and he didn't have anybody you yeah. know he didn't have that so it was someone knocking down the door literally yeah you know and it was it was the police wow you know and it was dad calling from los angeles and he was huddled up somewhere in north carolina right and he was sitting with a shotgun in his hand jeez so sometimes i don't need need to hear 10 of those stories yeah yeah, no you don't don't want to. to yeah i don't need to hear 10 of them and if uh there's something that we can do or i can be a part of um and the and the best thing that's happening to me right now it's the people that reach out to me now is the community you know i have a thing you know a a guy that i just met but i've been talking to him for a year marine now firefighter um it's like hey man if you could get a chance november 9th can you come out and run the seals run with us i'm like me what you know and i love to run but i was like but i want to do that but now that's going to be on my 2020 now i'm going to really start going to these things right it's not just going to be and you know something you know i think we do out here it's 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 two-way street you right. know, so many great things happen to us. So many great donors come out to us on so many levels, you know, um, you know, military personnel talking to our veterans and different things at the camp and all that stuff. So it's like that's my next stage. You mm-hmm. know, um, I want to go do this thing with Beyond, you know, where they're working with homeless veterans, you know, but but it's stages. And oh. uh, and so I'm going to go do that. I mean, it's it's another little thing. It's like I'm one person, but like. What can I do? Like, bring bring it on. What am I doing? Am I making sandwiches? Am I talking yeah. to somebody? Am I putting a jacket on somebody? Helping someone tie a tie? I don't know what it is. You Brother, know? one person can have a massive impact. And I've seen that in my community more than anywhere. I love it. That's one thing I love about my community is I'm impacted dynamically. It doesn't matter a World War II veteran, a Cold War veteran, Vietnam, Korea, civilian. Yeah. I've seen civilians make some of the greatest impacts. I mean, I'll talk about them openly here. Hilton, one of my sponsors. I call them up the day of sometimes on a room and they're like, yeah, we got you, Tim. No problem. They're yeah. civilians, but yet they want to make a difference. And how do they do it? They do it by just trying. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. You know, that's that's the one thing I see about, you know, in your community specifically and what you're doing is you try no matter what you're saying. Well, this might not be the right choice here. This might not be the right way, but I'm going to put in the effort no matter what. And I'm going to show up to work. And that work ethic is something that's so strong, man. I see it in the community surrounding Zach Brown, you know, just a collective, you know. Just watching it today. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm showing them off. That's what I'm doing on it's purpose. Cool. <laughs> I want you to see that. I don't necessarily care for you to see a chain or, right. you know, the railing or this or that. Of course, we know that. But I want you. And that's why it's um, I love introducing everybody that's in our network, you know, because they don't always get that. Right. Right. You know, yeah. and it's like um, and you definitely see everyone's curious. Um, yeah. But it's. You know, always making everybody feel like, man, I see you. I recognize you. I'm, I'm, I see you, mm-hmm. you know, not again, not to be clear, but I, I do. I think um, there's respect. If, if I have anything and sometimes I can be the most annoying, but it's like <laughs> I seek and destroy to give people a good time. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and you do it. And, um, you know, because when they come here, I feel like, what would I want you yeah. know, at a concert? And uh, but I know that's you know, getting sidebar, but that, no, really I falls, love it. but that falls into, you know, we had, we had awesome human, you know, I'm talking about the other night, uh, when we were in West Palm beach, 
tell a little bit of this story per se through a quote, you know, mm -hmm. uh, before we, before a, a song went on and I was just like, holy smoke, I get to escort this guy out. And two years ago, I didn't know this person from Adam, you know, mm, but wow. now I've learned him and know him and know what he's done for this country. And just was like, and to have his friends say, man, just to see people clap for him. Yeah. Thank you. Just thank you. I go, I didn't do anyone saying it to me, thanking yeah. me, but it was like, we're able to do that. And the fact that we are able to do that, man, I'm like, I get to be a part of that. How happy does that make you? It's how much joy does that bring? It's the deal. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it, it is the, the ending deal, you know, of what you're trying to, um, for, to have someone just, first of all, man, when someone has fun, Mm -hmm. And it's on your watch. That's cool. Right. I want to be cocky that way. You know, I want to <laughs> be like, man, I think they had a great time. I yeah. because that's what I'm shooting for, you know. But to get somebody away for a day, because I know it doesn't go away. Yeah. You know, I know it there's, there's man. major better days. There's cooler things yeah. they got to do. But I don't know what happens when they're mowing the yard or you know going to do a workout. Shoot, or, I don't know too much cooler than this experience, man. <laughs> but, I've been in some but, cool experiences. But but, but I'm just yeah. saying. To then rally around somebody mm -hmm. and and say, "Man, we you're up. We want you. Right. Like we support you, but you got to go out there and give these people a little something because that's cool. Because they need to know who you are. Yeah. Um. And um. It's just you know that's I don't know. I'm just uh, happy to be. I kind of feel like I'm part of the community. So, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you are. You know. And I've gotten to go out to San Diego and see really cool things. And um. The that, seals, right? And that hit yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, that hit me in the face. That's good. That hit me in the face, you know. And I didn't, <laughs> in the sense, literally. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the dog, um, you know, luckily not my face, but yeah. it was just to walk. I mean, that's walking amongst giants out there. Yeah, that yeah. is, the, I mean, and just, um, but again, I was, I was weird when I walked on the beach because yeah. I felt like, why am I watching these badasses, you know, that are training to hopefully make it to, protect everything i get to do and i had a seal tell me he's like they shouldn't even be looking at you they're earning it mm. and i just went man god just eat it up but he answered my question you know but, yeah but i'm i was vocal i just i'm vocal i just said dude i feel a little disrespectful being out here watching them do that he goes they're earning it yeah you know and i just love that and it just makes me even more go if they're gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i'm doing it a lot you know in a, a different way than they are but um you know, it's just fun to do a, I mean, I get to say I did some pull-ups, yeah. you know, <laughs> That's cool, there, yeah. and I got to, you know, wear the dog suit, and I got to really, you know, they allowed me to be in their world, and uh, man, I, I, I love that, you know? Obviously, being on tour is awesome, it's kind of new, kind of a new world for you. What is the coolest part about being on these tours and seeing the, you know, seeing the band? Honestly, I'm going to say first and foremost, mm -hmm. rolling with these people. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's rolling with the people that I work with. You know, I think it's cool. I think we get emotional at the end. I think tomorrow, all the tough guys in our group and all that stuff. <laughs> it's the last stop. Everyone tomorrow, right? will just kind yeah. of be like, ugh. Yeah. Because we, you know, we get, we wear ourselves to the bone. Mm -hmm. We give everything it has. Um, we're away from fa our families. It's a song, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but Sounds like a we are song. so like to be part of this connection you know at a summer song we talked about tethers mm -hmm. you know yeah. i mean i wake up and i'm like man am i doing this yeah like do i get to do this it Where, is one of the coolest jobs you know ever. like yeah. and but it's like because the people are so amazing i mean i've made like amazing amazing lifetime friends and um and and 
and now have places to go and be like, man, let me show me your world when we're off, you know, and yeah. uh, and and or I can go, hey, man, I have so and so coming to Nashville, and I just know they'll be like, okay, they need to go here, 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 and if they want to, you know, meet up with us later, they can meet up with us, you know. It's just, it's an amazing group of people, and then the second would be, man, the people I get to meet, you know, yeah. and it it's it's the people I get to connect with. And I'll just say like yesterday, man, it's like to meet with those two female veterans, mm -hmm. you know, and to, and to just to be able to hang with them. And they're feisty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I loved it. And um, and then to watch them front row of our concert and going, man, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like created like an we experience. Do, these our team is bringing those people something, that's you know, powerful. and um and it, and it's just and just you watch it and then now you know something about them you know and that's why and and I love sharing the stories of who we are with people that mm. come to see us you know I I love to give names to the band members you know and and tell a little bit about them and um and watch people watch the concert differently you know yeah. I feel you know and uh, so it's 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 an amazing opportunity it's been a dream ride um, but with it comes. Um, a lot of responsibility, yeah, a massive amount, and um, and that that responsibility, taking care of people is the bottom line, you know. It's, right. It's it's what we're made to do, um, and in all types of situate situations, and I think that's why we're here talking today, you know. Right. And we're building our, you know, our other army. Yeah. Right. You yes, know, to, sir. to to take care of all of us, you know. Yeah. And. Um, it's just crazy. I'm literally, I got Rudy in my head right now because you're talking about it. <laughs> and I'm just like wondering what he's doing right now. But Probably <laughs> on Mars right now yeah. doing pull-ups. Checking in as it's LA. Yeah. But he's really <laughs> He's like, really on yeah. another plane. <laughs> yeah. And by plane, I mean universal. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> in another galaxy. Yeah. Um, yeah so, you know, I, I think you're pointing out to some you know, really important things uh, with storytelling, you know, and, and having a massive impact on the community experientially. And, and that's one thing you're doing is you're creating stories, you know, in these people's lives, M beautiful memories that they can take, you know, and carry with them moving forward. And that's powerful, man. Like that community becomes something that propagates itself and creates more people that want to help out because they see the impact that you can have. And I think that's something a lot with civilians where they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. But you've said it yourself. It's just getting out there and doing it without asking. And you were taught that, you know, from a very young age. I mean, come on. It's awkward to walk up to somebody um, and, yeah. and want to shake their hand. Yeah. You know, um, it is. you know, my mom always made us because there are so many of us, <laughs> you know, so many butlers running around. Yeah. It was the kid that was the the you know, only child or the family of two, like we had to go take them into our nest. And when we were just the most like, yes, come on, we love you. We're like, no, we want to do our own thing. But it was just always having that instilled in us is like, don't walk away. Right. You know, go, go in, yeah. you know, or if, um, and when like we were four boys of scrappers, although I scrapped a lot, but I was so small. Um, and, uh, but with, you know, your four boys, you're scrapping. You you're have to, after yeah. But it was my dad saying, you know, the kid that was getting picked on in school and my dad saying, I got four boys and that kid's getting picked on. And we were just like, huh? Well, we'll get in trouble. He's <laughs> like, not for that. You won't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, no, you won't. Yeah. And um, yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah. And I just I just think it's 
it's, it's so it's awkward and like just going up to somebody, but I think it's part that's part of doing it. You mm. just you it's not supposed to be comfortable. Yeah. It's not supposed to be comfortable. It's not it's it's I mean, think I don't know how hard is people that we've met that we know just that we've met and we personally know to tell their story. Yeah, it's hard. So some it, it's 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 you got to go after it. You got to go to them. And sometimes they're, you're going to be pushed away. Yeah. But man, it, a lot of times they're going to think about that and go, man, you know, they, you know, they reached out, you know? And so, so you just got to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, you just got to keep doing it. It's like, I saw, man, I saw this awesome hat, you know, um, of this, uh, special forces guys, probably 70 something years old. And I was flying home from one of our trips and I just was like bouncing around in my seat, bouncing around my seat. You know, I was like, I want to say hello to this person. I want to say hello to this person. And uh, I remember we stepped out and it was just him and his wife. Mm-hmm. And he had a little trouble getting out of the chair. You know, I was like going, man, think of, I mean, that guy 40 years ago was kicking ass, He was man. doing some bad things I mean, to he some was bad getting people. after it. <laughs> and so it's, I was like, man, I want to, I want to just say hello. And that's yeah. all I want to do. And you know, I remember I had to come up from behind, you know, I was walking up behind him and I was chasing with my roller and it just ended up, it was weird. It was just the three of us in an airport in Atlanta. How's it just three of us? And we must've been like, I'm way, way away. Yeah. And I just said, sir. And it was amazing. He just turned around. Yeah. And I said, I just want to shake your hand and I'm out of here. Yeah. And, uh, and he just stuck it out and never said a word. And then I was like, I get it. I mean, yeah. like he, he like, Commanded like that, 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 but that, but that, yeah. but that age range and that, that, that time they, they, they get it, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, and then you get the person that says, Oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And it's just like, there's so many different things. It's just like, you, but you got to do it. You know, I got asked that question the other day from a follower of the project. They came to, you know, they sent me a message and they said, you know, my sister has been in some really awkward situations. She loves thanking you guys, but she doesn't really know how to properly do it. And I said, man, don't think about it. Just do it. Like, don't don't worry about us. If someone gets offended by that and she has the best intentions, well, they just got offended and you move on. Who cares? Yeah. For me, if you have the best of intentions, then you're fine. That's how I view it. And I'm like, so she asked me, you know, how do I how do I greet him? And I say, just thank him. If you want to thank him, thank him how you think is best. Yeah. Go in there with good intentions, and that's all you can do. Yep. You're not responsible for the way that person reacts to that. So I'd rather err on the side of saying something than not saying something. Yeah, you know? definitely, definitely. I think that's powerful. So, you know, Duncan, to you know, kind of wrap up, and I know you've got a ton of stuff to be doing uh, for the rest of the show um, in creating this incredible experience. Um, what, you know... What are you trying to do moving forward with ZB Customs, Zach Brown Customs? What do you want to do going forward in not only the, not only with the company, but just, you know, in the community with veterans as well? Oh, I think we just have such a platform now to be able to do. And th- thankfully to Zach, I mean, and I'm always going to go back to that is just um, we don't know what it all going to be because it's I mean, it's still new to me. I mean, it's it's. Uh, you know, it's, it's first inning, you know, but I think, uh, we have one really, really awesome project that we're doing and mm. I'll probably tell you off mic. Um, I good. will tell you off mic, but, um, sorry listeners <laughs> that, that, that I'm fighting to get, um, but you know, kind of dealing with some government red tape on their end, which we're happy to wait for, you know, we definitely want them to be full in, um, 
but it was but they approached us so it's awesome so i hope we get that so that would be a major start yeah um and just um we are going to be super inviting and zb customs isn't just going to be a place where we create and make awesome things but we're going to be a place to like really like break bread and really like use that platform and our infrastructure to have people come out and just really see what we do um i just uh had one of my awesome has become an awesome friend of mine, Lieutenant Brian Collins. He's just going to hit his 30 years with um, FDNY. Wow. Um, he is uh, pretty much one of the top guys at Ladder 10, Engine 10, right where mm, the towers were yeah, standing. Yeah, I got that sticker on my Deemer box. He was yep. on the phone that day that that was going down. Wow. Um, I just got to go to a, a thing with him last week, and he bought me this, brought me this amazing, amazing bench. Um, but uh, it dawned on me. I was like, man, you're a wood worker you make killer stuff you love our stuff so he's about to retire and um i said come spend a week with us wow and build something with our guys man you know and, and use our machines or learn about our our cc machines and and let our guys just really like you know and, and it's on us let's yeah. do something Pick you know let, let's build something build something together and um so things like that you know just yeah. like where we where we can and we will um but uh just we're going to heavily involve the community more but we're going to have to learn how that works also yeah. you know to make that really be at the level yeah per se so you know duncan if i had to title this podcast one thing i think specifically yours i would say use your platform yeah and that's what my head keeps going back to that theme thematically i'm thinking about use your platform you're using your platform that you're on right now to help out veterans, to help out the community as much as you can. And I know that you would do that no matter where you were, though, because you see it as a service to them and you love that servant-hearted mentality. It's important to you. I mean, for me, I know with the Veterans Project, it's, the only, it's really one of the very few things that brings me true joy is helping. It's yeah. so funny because I was after my own pursuits for 25 years, 26 years. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Know, I mean, I mean we, yeah. You know, being dude, a youngster. I was right there. Yeah. Was right there. <laughs> Playing college baseball. I thought yeah. it was hot stuff, you know. And then just learning, like, none of this is bringing me real joy, man. Obviously, you know, my faith in the Lord brings that. But just having a faith in, in seeing the community and seeing the veterans and being able to tell their stories is so impactful to me. Being able to do it. I mean, I think anybody could just as easily do my job with some talent in storytelling that's a veteran. And and I would specifically just say that I am very elated that I get to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm the exact same. I mean, yeah. someone there's i mean there's a ton of people out there that can do what we do um yeah. that was my world in the motorcycles who's out working me right you know yeah. who's doing it who's giving one more better experience who's staying open later who's going to the the this the that you know event and so that w that's what drove me to i didn't need to be better than somebody but i needed to be better and or be the best that i could be because I was responsible for a lot of things and I wanted to do a lot of cool things. I like cool things, yeah. you know, but I also want to be more prepared for the shit storm, you know, but a lot of that is never going to be deterred by, you know, being good to somebody, right? you know, yeah. and, and, and being, you know, forthright. And I just, now it's just ingrained in me, you know, I don't, it wasn't when I was young or this or that. I mean, it built into me, but I was still spoiled and stubborn and thought of myself first and stuff like that and now it's just it's just part of the deal you know and i love that yeah. you know I, I love that that if if there's one thing in me i love that that's it you know yeah that's awesome so duncan butler everybody 
Zach Brown Customs General Manager doing some big things. Uh, we appreciate you being on the oh, podcast. Likewise, man. likewise. Thank you yeah. for making this happen. Well, and thanks for bringing me out here too. I mean, this is a great experience. Well, this so, is nothing yet. <laughs> I know. I haven't this even is seen nothing it. Yet. I know we're getting ready. We're getting ready to experience yeah. the real thing, yeah, a real you're, concert. You're gonna, you're gonna see. Uh, I have my mind blowing. I know it. Yeah, and I've got, and I'd like to, you know, shout out to my boy Blake, my marketing director here, checking the levels and doing all the big boy stuff, taking pictures. Um, you know, we all need team members and Blake is mine. He's like my guy, you know, he gets stuff done all the time. We all need that. You know, you talk about machine member with Zach Brown band and that's kind of the motto, you know, that's very much how I want to see things with the veterans project. You know, I even thinking about it last night, I was like, man, I don't give enough credit to Blake. And, uh, I'm sure he can attest to that. He's probably laughing at me right well, now. Well, no, and it's been great meeting Blake and I'm yeah. glad he's out here. And, uh, I think that's how it was meant to be. And yeah. I just think, uh, yeah, you just always got to look at those that are around you. And then, you know, that, uh, the, everybody, it's fun being around people that put in the work. Yeah. You know, oh, because, yeah. because then it makes you yep. unlazy because, man, you know, it's uh, it's it's just the way, you know, we're built. Yeah. You know, and uh, but we need great people around us we and do. we need to be driven. And uh, although we're drivers, we need to be pushed, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, I've, I've got about, you know, 98 people around me that can push. So, <laughs> so, That's important, man. And I know. say that all the time with, uh, you know, with Blake and that he's been a, you know, he's a civilian, never served. Doesn't matter, man. He still makes a massive impact on the people around him. And that's really cool to see, no, you know, even awesome. through the logos. I mean, you got guys getting the you know getting the logos tattooed on them like yeah. you know you're like and blake's like dang that bad dude you know yeah. getting my logo tattooed like that's wild you know so you can have an effect wherever you are yeah and that's important we need patriots back at home too that's important so anyways thanks again duncan appreciate you have you coming on brother thank, thank you so you. much thank you and uh thank we're looking for, forward to the experience thank you for tonight. what you do yeah, you man. know and uh Let's, uh, you know, get your platform as big as we can. Yeah. So I'd love that. It's yeah. important. Always need to grow. Appreciate you, Duncan. And for everybody listening, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Uh, we would love your five-star ratings. And don't forget, our legacies are the mission. This has been the Veterans Project Podcast with our founder, Tim K. Check us out at www.thevetsproject.com on Instagram at The Veterans Project, Facebook, The Veterans Project, and Twitter at Project underscore Veteran. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, our legacies are the mission.